Welcome to the New To You Music Spotlight. What is the New To You Music Spotlight? So glad you asked. For each episode, me, Mike, and Jimmy gather up the best bands, songwriters, or just the most all-around interesting persons we can find and make them hang out with us online. We'll force them to answer our questions and yours, make them perform a little, and highlight just why we think you should know who they are and what they do and what they're up to next. If you've already heard of them, then you'll get to know them a little better. And if not, just remember there are countless artists out there doing great stuff every day. And if you haven't heard them yet, then they're new to you. This time on the New To You Music Spotlight, Know Your Enemy. Welcome, everybody, to the very first New To You Music Spotlight. And uh, what that means is uh, something we'll be figuring out over the next couple of hours. Uh, but we did, uh, we've got we've got me, we've got Jimmy there, baby, Mikey Hi. down there, probably. Hey, and we I'm brought somewhere. our boys, Know Your Enemy from New Jersey. Now, I know a lot of you might think, no, your enemy, that's not new to me. I know those bitches, but maybe you don't. And maybe you have some questions for them. Like we have questions for them. Um, they've also got like cool songs and some new songs and we haven't seen them in a long time. And maybe you just like have a really bad memory and maybe they're new to you again. So if you're, if you're, if you're into new bands, if you're into cool new bands and you want to find out a lot about them like we do, then you are in the right place. Um, hope you dig what we have for you. We're just going to play some music. We're going to talk a little bit. Please feel free to ask any questions in the chat. So if I figure out what's wrong with my chat, I'll, I'll help try <laughs> answer some of those questions. In the meantime, AJ is probably going to help with that. And hope you're drinking. I think we all know how that's going to go. Oh yeah, here's us. Send photos. Send photos of you drinking. Always very important. Music, drinking, quarantine, drinking. Indeed. And uh, yeah, man, I've done way better intros. So I'm just going to let Mikey go ahead and play something. And uh, this is Mikey, everybody. So I am Mike. This is AJ. We are in the band Something Heavy, and this song is called First Time. This is the last time. Oh, no, wait. Woo! We're doing Escape First. It's doing yeah. Escape First. My bad. We're, we're doing already. Escape. Yeah, we are ready. Lying already. Yesterday's Now 
just want some peace of mind So I'm sifting through the ashes to make it to the other side I need an escape I need an escape some peace of mind so i'm sifting through the ashes to make it to the other side needing an escape So, uh, who's up next? One of the other usual suspects. Well, we can figure that out at a later time. We just wanted you to go first. So, oh, thanks. Yeah, really. There's. <laughs> I'm still sharing. I'm sharing things. Oh, cool. Like, uh, yeah, I'm and just DJ trying to can take over sharing. Anybody else hate this new inter- interface that Facebook is doing? Because I can't figure out how to do shit well, here. Well, I hate it because I can't log on to it. <laughs> oh, so you already win. I'm finding that to be the most uh, part I I don't like. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. I'm uh. Cool. I love hearing us in reruns. Right. That's what happens. <laughs> We're already in syndication. <laughs> this is great. We could just go home. We don't even need know your enemy. Yeah. Speaking yeah. There you know go. Your enemy. Right, thank you. <laughs> you guys are I am, uh, I am, tonight. I am comfortably looking in the chat right now. Okay. Now I got the chat going. Yeah. yeah so I'm saying hello to Donna and. And Stacy and Lisa. Stacy and G. Hi. And Jackie and and G. And DJ. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I can Sharon. get it on my phone. I just can't seem to I just can't monitor comments. But I I'll get in. I'll monitor I'll monitor comments and I I will hall monitor everything that's going on in there in the hall. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> so uh, all right, if you missed my stellar introduction, we've got uh, Know Your Enemy from New Jersey. So uh, we're going to get to them in a little bit music wise. But in the meantime, uh, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? What's uh, life like in Jersey? It's all right, man. It's, you know, it's good, I guess. As good as it's going to get right now, right? With COVID <laughs> and all that shit. We got to come yeah. up with a come, come up with a better way to like get like thin the herd and stuff like this just got to be <laughs> like, why does it have to affect music venues? Yeah, I, I can come up with like four or five ways just off the top of my head that I like a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> like I was okay with movie theaters. Like I was like, all right. <laughs> right. I mean, we got Netflix and they, everybody's yeah. been making do. Yeah. 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 I feel all like right. that's not really a big loss. In fact, I mean, I do know that there's been a lot of advances in movie theaters since I went last. Like apparently you can order food like right to like your seat now and stuff. And like that. Oh, there's booze too. 
Well, the alcohol, I, I understand, but like, can you imagine, like, seriously, like, getting to the quiet part of, like, I don't know, like the, like, like when so Bambi's any, mom dies, any good movie, and just like you're just like, when Bambi's uh, mom dies, really? That's where you, that's that was where you were like, he didn't come up with anything. <laughs> well, I was actually trying to think of uh, the Wesley Snipes movie, uh, Blade. But, oh, like the really quite intense part. Have you guys seen a movie in the last? 15 years i mean come on I, I have not gone to the theater to do it because people just people ruined it for me man they just they just it's so horrible like it's such a horrible experience for someone that like really like needs people to be out and doing things like i just hate when people are out and doing things that i also want to do <laughs> i just hate people yeah there's a lot of that yeah not that you happens. guys you guys are cool like we're good with that. You, you I, like I, I, like, I like seeing everybody like this. This is yeah, like in your own. In your yeah, own this is way space. easier. This is yeah, I, like I feel it. like we've managed our own level of disrespectful behavior. Like that, that's manageable and tolerable. I, yeah, I agree. Right, nobody's bringing babies. Good way of putting it. AJ's on a Tuesday night. Like I mean, some decorum. Stacy, Spider-Man fading into dust. Yes, imagine. Holy just, spoiler! Just as you get like, I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. The next thing you hear is like. Did you get pretzels? Who got pretzels? Who got the nachos? Pretzels with nachos. Come on, man. I'd rather who, that than people who's, talking. You know who gets pretzels at the theater? This guy. <laughs> who's who's ordering at the last five minutes of the movie? Oh, not not this guy. That yeah. sounds like somebody. Not that guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm no, that guy that, that, showed, that sits down with my pretzels, and before the first preview hits, I'm done with my pretzels. Oh, they, I'm like, damn it. Right here. So you got to reach in your pocket and pull out your spare pretzels. I'm already reaching in my pocket and grabbing my uh, my my drinks. <laughs> yeah. My, my large bag of really long straws from your ankle. Oh, your enemy. Jump in at any time. Or you guys are just going to get lost in the dust. Just jump no, right cool. on I'm, in. I'm trying to figure out where this is going to be possible. There's yeah. a lot of banter back and forth. We used to do this with five. <laughs> There's a lot of this. There's yeah, it was a lot of us. Uh, I do want to say hi, mom. My mom showed up. Yeah, and I saw her in the chat right now, and I, I saw her because she texted or she typed in the chat, "Say hi, mom." So, I'm, <laughs> wow, hey, I'm saying hi, mom. It was my mom's birthday yesterday. Happy, oh, birthday, happy birthday to my mom. So everybody wish my mom a happy birthday. Uh, we love her because she gave birth to me. Yeah, happy for birthday. other reasons. I guess that's pretty important. That's, that's I mean, that's my reason. that's that's my biggest thing that I really enjoy. That's it's super actually, high on the it's, list. It's, it's, it's all because of her that we're here right now. As a matter of fact. Well, no, DJ, DJ's the reason why we're here. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know because I heard that I'm here right now. Jimmy's I, mom I is not my mom. When I joined this meeting, Although, it's Craving Strange meeting room. I'm just saying. I'm just, it is. This is true. This, this is true. He's, he's he, he is right. Touche. You're right. Touche. I, I acquiesce. Uh, is there a ceremony? Jimmy, you're now in charge. Did you catch that? Yeah, see, look. Got it. All right, Fonz, when you're right, you're right. I got it. <laughs> Well, since Jimmy's in charge, I guess I'll play something. Because All Jimmy right. I like that, too. Nice. <laughs> Jimmy play, <is> monkey. <laughs> it was funny. When I, I was doing that, um, that live stream on Thursday, and just as I went into the last song, I saw, you know, that, um, you know, Brian Lastman, who, I mean, we all know who he is. Like, it's just a cool, just always hanging around, just always so supportive. Like, you walk out of a conversation with him, it's just like, man, 
I am fucking awesome. Because <laughs> he's just like, he's so good. He's like, man, you're so good. He's just so psyched. And I and I went into just, I was just about to announce the last song. And as I got to like, keep you near, I was like, keep you. And I just popped up from Brian. I was like, San Jose, please. <laughs> I was like, ah! I'll see you going to play like, San Jose ah. right now. I'm going to play San Jose right now. Right. Wow. So, uh, Opening a set with that. There must be heavy bands on this bill. That's how we do it, man. This little Santa set. There you go. <clears throat> Forgetting the lyrics of that song, man. <laughs> you sound like me. Yeah. Uh, no one would have known. Yeah, no, that's the problem. Somebody would have known. I knew. I was like, oh, you cut it. I knew. I knew. Also, <laughs> by the way, nice guitar, buddy. Yeah. You know, I'm playing the Taylor now because I was playing the Ovation for like ever. So I just don't really bring the Taylor out, and I just honestly forgot about it. So. Yeah. I was playing, getting ready for the Muse 12. <laughs> I said to Mike, he's like, this guitar you play sounds like shit. And, I, <laughs> and it actually was preface. He's like, well, I'm about two or three drinks in, so I feel like I can tell you this. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, man, the guitar you've been playing for, like, I don't know, ever since I knew you, just sounds like absolute shit. So you should not not play that. And I was like, all right, I'll go grab the Taylor. And I come back, and it's like, dot, 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 you have a Taylor? <laughs> I was like, no. 
I couldn't believe it. He had a yeah. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I just, I don't like bringing it out. Like, it's a nice guitar. I don't like bringing it out to just shows. Like, I would bring it out to, like, a big show, but I don't play those, man. I like a live stream. I don't. Well, now I can bring right. it out. <laughs> I got to lug it all the way, f- like, from there. I don't, I don't want to bring out my good sounding guitar. No. Well, that's, that's not I for everyone. Don't, I don't want to bring it out to places where my guitar could suddenly become somebody else's if I'm not paying attention for five. If it gets stolen here, that's on me. That's Do you really play with that big scumbags? Well, no, no. I mean, not those those people, just the the audiences and stuff like that. Well, like, you know those Jersey bands. Well, yeah. yeah. I heard that. Uh, yeah. I mean, they don't call it the armpit of America for nothing. They're shady. All your shit. <laughs> you know, I always feel weird playing with the Jersey bands. Like, some of them, you know, we'll play a show, and they'll be like, hey, homie. And I'll be like, what do you, how do you see me? Like, you, you, you call me homie. You don't really know me. You know what I mean? It's not that it's a... A thing, but it's just like kind of like, you know, I'm not, I don't look that angry, right? I don't look like, you know. Well, what is it? They just they play a show and now you're best friends. I mean, like. No, I don't know. You know, I feel like they're they're always like a little bit apprehensive. You know, when oh. it comes to like, you know, I don't know. They have a, they have like a target on their on their uh, logo. That might be it. I don't. A little I intimidating. Maybe. I don't I know. Think, I think the very. First time I met you guys, the minute you walked off stage, I was like, hey, homie, we're friends now. So I apologize. <laughs> it was you I was talking about. Huh? <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I do that. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save my, my How I Met Know Your Enemy story for when, uh, when we intro them to play because it's still one of my favorite stories. But, Jimmy, I couldn't help but notice you don't have your guitar in your hand. Well, I've been monitoring the chat, and I will say I just also, got a comment yeah. in here that um, that people are having a hard time hearing "Know Your Enemy." So yeah, I was oh, just going to say that. Jack that volume really? up Ooh. even more so that you guys don't have to yell. Um, rock band, man. Yep, I can barely hear Fonz. Fonz, we can't hear you. Uh, so okay. you guys do that, and I'll get this over with. I can, and then you guys can. Uh, then we can get to what we're here for. Right. All right, so here we go. So much for what's happening after. Left here in the afterglow. While I'm stuck here keeping your secrets. How the sins below Well can I be honest with you now I don't believe in ever after But there's a part of you I just can't put down Will you be honest with me now Cause if you break me I will shatter And all the pieces Pieces Will scatter like the ashes And they all fall down Hope they're the last ones I never asked to be the one Not at all torn down Over and over When is it over? Your tongue slip 
Now I know what you're after There's no fear when the ceiling's low The sunset on the words that'll keep you There's new skin where the seeds have grown Well, can I be honest with you now? I don't believe in ever after There's a part of you I just can't put down If you break me, I will shatter And all the pieces, pieces Will scatter like the ashes And they all fall down I hope they're the last ones Whoever have to be the ones To have it all torn down Over and over When is it over? You know, Jimmy, as, you were someone, clipping. as someone Lots. that has actually played that song, yeah. I can tell you uh, that, yeah, you did hit that wrong point. Yeah, I definitely hit that also, wrong Also, the solo wasn't nearly as long as the last time I saw it. And creative, I might add. I agree. You know, this it's funny. Great. The last time uh, we played that song live uh, was also with Know Your Enemy. So we probably should have played it together. Oh, very true. With the extended solo now. That was poor. Play. They probably didn't recognize it now because of that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing brings that song together like an incredible amount of awesome at the end. Was that March mm-hmm. 3rd? Yeah. It was, it was a long time. It was the 9th. Ago, but it was. <laughs> yeah, it was March long... 9th or some shit like that. It, wow, it, it was just before COVID. Yeah. 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 yeah was... I remember I was making COVID jokes on stage. Somebody was trying yeah. to give me a fucking halls or some shit. And the DJ was like, don't take it. 
Don't, yeah, definitely. On the side of the stage is like, no, don't do it. Hey, everyone, can you hear us now? Is this better? It's a little better. You might want to try and go up a little bit more. A little bit um, more. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> he is so angry about having to keep getting up and going to turn this volume up. Well, I'm wondering, like, if it's a setting thing at this point. Because, I mean, like, we've all played with master volumes before. <laughs> and, uh, like, there's only so much master volume. I mean... Yeah, is it, it's almost all the way up already. Right. Is it in like maybe the audio settings? This is the technical part of the new to you spotlight. I like <laughs> to uh, I like to get into this with the fans and just see like maybe if it's the if it's the volume level on Zoom, maybe. I turned it up, the mic the input mic level. That so that's all the way up. All that's the really way up. weird. And our master volume is almost all the way up. It's like four fifths up, I would say. All right, yeah. this is what we're going to do. Mike, really want to say DJ, you just need to shut up. That's all. Mike, no, no, this isn't the new plan. I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm in charge. What we're going to do is, Mike, every time no. Fon yeah. says something, you say it again so we can hear what he said. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Here's the lyrics to Bound. Here we go. Here's the lyrics to Bound. Okay. Fon's just said DJ sucks. No, no. <laughs> That's how telephone works. Listen. It's what the bottom of my cup right. says. I haven't gotten there yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to kill my brother at the Savoy Theater tonight. <laughs> so um, so it's probably about time. Really? Really, dude? You got custom sure loud enough. Custom cups. Custom cups. Oh. Careful, AJ. I don't want to have to point out all your typos. He has proof. <laughs> Shut up, dude. It is time... Finally, I'm a fucking drummer, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we all are fortunate that he actually made it on time and to the right place. He's still <laughs> drooling, though. Well, yeah, yes, he's, he's still said drooling, drummer. very much so. It is now officially time to welcome Know Your Enemy to the stage. Know Your Enemy is uh, our first new to you music spotlight. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's just going to be awesome because we all know them pretty well, but we want to kind of interview them for you. So if anybody's got any questions in the chat, I have not been able to figure out how to log on to Facebook yet. So I don't, I still don't have access to the chat, uh, except for my phone in which I can see three questions at a time or three. I actually, at a time. Uh, I'm uh, I'm good with, uh, I got some questions being isolated over here. Cool. So awesome. Thank there you. Go. Yeah. So everybody keep that, over here, so. keep that coming. Cause we definitely want to ask them a couple of questions. We have questions. And if you have questions, we want to get that, uh, get that to them. But, so um, we all three of us, all th sorry, AJ, I consider you like Mike. So all that's, three squares here. That's fine. Um, Hollywood squares. All three of us have uh, 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 known Know Your Enemy for a while, but I will say that I, I found them first, and I consider them to be one of the greatest finds I've ever found. Um, just because they're, really, they're a really good band, and they're just super cool dudes, and that usually doesn't go together. <laughs> like yeah. It's, oh, it's man, pretty rare. And from Jersey was just like unbelievably unlikely. <laughs> That's called a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> but the first time I actually saw them play live, we were at the Jersey Shore Fest. And I, I talk about how great that festival is, not because it's a great festival, but because it's a great it's a great time and it's a great opportunity to see a lot of bands. A lot of a lot of guys a lot of people have been to it and they know what I'm talking about because it's like basically 10 to 15 shows going on in Seaside Heights, which is all about 20 blocks big. So you can go see so many, so many bands and stuff. And we were playing um, probably over at EJ's 
And these dudes are playing on the main big ass stage outside. I think it was outside of Hooks that year. It was like main on. They bring it in and they put it on the street like they build it just for this. And it was like this this big ass stage. And it was like totally mess, like totally awesome setup. And it pours. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's pouring right. goddamn rain. So I'm in between bands at, at, at EJ's and we're about to go on or we just played one or the other. But I was like. I got to get up there because they knew they were playing and I wanted to go see them. So I'm walking up and it's like raining harder and harder and harder on my like three and a half block uh, walk, block walk up there. But as I get it and you can start hearing it cause it's outside and they're doing, um, they're doing, um, save Eminem yourself. Cover? No, Eminem cover. Um, lose yourself. Lose yourself. Lose yourself. Right. I was like, they're doing, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're covering. They're doing Craig strange. So weird. But it's just like, it kept getting louder and I was like, and better. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm like, cause I like Eminem well enough, but it was like, it was like really, really good. And I'm like coming around the, the, th- the, the corner there and there's the stage and there's playing and like, there's like a whole bunch of people like in the underhang, like the overhang under hooks and stuff and like, I'm just sitting there like an idiot walking right up to the stage. I'm like, this is awesome. And my son at the time was super into Eminem and I'm like videoing the whole thing. And I'm like sending him like 20 second clips. I'm like, this is happening right now. He's like, Oh, that's awesome. Who are they? I'm like, they're know your enemy. And I was like, kind of like, that was my intro to know your enemy. And then I got to meet them afterwards. And then we've just hung like countless times after shows, like just so, so much ridiculous and stupid nonsense. And uh, you know, we had them up for the, I don't even know if it was new to you four or five or six at this point. And they just like totally just destroyed the place. It was just such so awesome. And it's like one of those bands where people are like, hey, that band, Know Your Enemy, they're really good. And I'm like, are they? Are they really? <laughs> I never even noticed. So I'm super psyched to have you on for sure. And I know that, you know, the other two guys here or the other three guys. Sorry, AJ. I, I swear to God, I'm not doing that on purpose. <laughs> the other guys here. <laughs> the other two and a half guys here are definitely into good. having you here. And uh, so that's, that's my thing, man. So unless you... You guys have anything to say? I would let them play just a song and kind of just intro themselves, say hi, and just bang one out, man. No, just do it. Go for it, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, know your enemy. All right. This is bound.
How, how was it? How was it? Uh, it sounded great when you guys are playing. You're just gonna have. You're just gonna have to yell when you talk. Yeah. Stop being so soft-spoken. That's all. Uh, I will I'm say that. Pretty low. This, <laughs> my gets wife, into, my wife um, is constantly telling me speak up. Like we go out to dinner and she's like, I can't hear what you're saying. I, I love <laughs> Jody, by the way. That? Jody is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of leads into the first time I uh, ever saw and met Know Your Enemy, which was also at a uh, Jersey Shore Fest. And uh, I had gotten there, and we had gotten lucky enough to be put on the same stage uh, when I got there. They were like, oh, we put you on the stage with, uh, it's going to be Rebel 9, you guys, Know Your Enemy, and DJ had spoken about you guys. And uh, and so I was excited because I got to see you, and then I was also excited because I was like, sweet, we got the best stage lineup ever that year. And... Uh, and I remember uh, the the thing that like stuck out to me right away is um, is when uh, when you guys play, you're very passionate, right? You're very like into it, and that gets me interested right away. Like the the I can't stand watching bands that just kind of are, are there, you know, or they're just happy to be there, or they're just up there, uh, you know. So you up there. Um, those things drive me nuts um, when I'm seeing a band, or maybe don't even drive me nuts. They just make me go get a drink and walk away, you know. And uh, and it was one of the things that um, I think it was actually that song, because you might have opened with it or something. You know, I I love that song. I've heard it a bazillion times now because I listen to it. But um, that stuck with me from that show. And I remember like I was standing next to the DJ, and I was like, dude, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have that effect on people. Thank you, for sure. And, uh, and so like that really struck nice. me. And then when you got off stage, you were so soft spoken when I was talking to you <laughs> that, like, I walked up to you and like, I, "Hey, I, man, that's great." Yeah, like I had a few drinks with you, so I was probably like, "What up, homie?" And, I, and, I, and you were very soft spoken and everything. And I was right. like, "I was like, what?" <laughs> right. And the whole band is just so chill. Like, just in general, like they get up oh, here, yeah. like. It's like injustice, injustice, injustice. Hey, man, how you doing? Like, yeah. Because <laughs> Sway is like that, man. When they just, oh, hell yeah. Like, Sway is like all energy. And it's like, you're like, fuck, I need something to break now. Like, right. And then, and then they were like, very help. You guys were very helpful with me. I went up on stage to sing with DJ. And I was so hammered that as I walked up on stage, I stepped on the mic cable and unplugged the mic. I do remember that. <laughs> Didn't even notice. And I'm just singing. Just belting into yeah. a mic that wasn't plugged in. And you were like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're, we're like that. Like, we just, you know, the thing is, I hate playing a show and feeling like all the bands on the bill are competing. Like, I know that might have been cool, like, in the 90s or whatever. But right now, it's just like, we need a community of musicians. We need each and other. More than ever. Yeah, ever. man. The, the scene on a, on a state-by-state level level is so weak compared to how all the cover bands took off and shit in the last like 20, uh, 10 years or, or whatever it's been 
And, uh, and, you know, so to me, it's like, I'd rather like make friends and be like, yeah, man, you know, like we all had a great time and it's all about love. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's what it's supposed to be about. Not like, oh, well, they were all right, but we're going to blow stage. That's stupid talk to me. You know, it's cocky talk. I don't like cocky people. We're cocky talk. We're not fighting for anything. Like there's no grand thing that we're all competing for. Like there really is no spoon, man. There's just. So we can go out and have a good time and like we can do really great stuff if you know if we just kind of hold it into the that kind of perspective and expectation and you know what am i going to do like know your enemy or dicks because they wrote a better song than me fuck that i'm gonna go write a better song than them and then they can be mad about that and write a better <laughs> song than me and now soon everybody's <laughs> writing better songs like everybody wins that way like jimmy and i used to talk about that shit all the time like ah oh, fuck man i love that new song damn I gotta go write something like that. That should be the <laughs> yeah. appropriate answer, not you suck. I mean, well, that's, unless it's a shitty song. Like, that's that's where that's the only place where the where that competition thing that you were talking about. That's the only time that I that I think that that's valid at all. Like I, I like you said, man. I hate thinking that like when I go on a, on a stage that I can't just befriend the bands that I'm on stage with because I'm fighting them for fans or something like that. Like if you're good, I want whoever came to see me to check you out. Because I like like getting people digging new bands and new music. Because I'm Absolutely. a fan of music. Why, we all started this because we like fucking music. Right. Right. So why would we ever want to be like, oh, this is a good band. Let's not let anybody we know. <laughs> hey, let's never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if I if I buy a record from a band that's 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 signed, right? And it's great. The first thing I want to do is let my friends hear it. Why wouldn't I be that way? with bands that are in the same position that that I'm in. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, man, let's let's let everybody hear this and then the next time we play a show together, everybody's going to show up because they're all excited because now the show's got a a great lineup instead of just that one band that that I like. Yeah, you never you never want to fill the bill with like bands who All right. So, there's a fan grab which is great in theory, but the people who came to see you already, if that, that other band sucks, they're, they're still going to suck. And their crowd, right. Right. they're going to they're gonna still, they're going to leave after them because they, they're closed-minded. They're friends with the people because that's why they go to their shows, cause, just because they're friends. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I personally think bringing people around you up is probably what's most important. That's, that's what a scene is. It's bringing those around you up with you to to try and create noise somewhere that's that's what it's all about that's why i liked playing those like back in the day when we used to play those like vfw shows like yeah they no stage or nothing like it was just like 15 bands on a saturday or sunday yeah. and everybody was just there to hear music they didn't go for one specific band they paid 10 bucks to get in and they stayed for three four hours just to hear like 10 right. 15 bands and yeah. there's a lot and there's a lot to hear and there's a lot of similarity and a lot of there's a lot of crossover with the bands they do that at the bowling alley now it's like yeah that's, it's, a, it's such a great idea and the other model of really just putting in people that can draw like that model's been done that's done by most venue owners already and we've all seen how awful that is i mean well it, yeah but but also that breeds okay so okay so this band for this battle of the bands because the way they win is to bring 100 people 
that's well, that's not, how they I'm want not even talking so about that's like why real, venues i'm talking about just yeah. an average friday no but but also but i'm just saying like these these giant like oh well you have to sell 150 tickets for this battle of the bands right. and then you win based on your draw okay that's great then they ask this band oh well they brought fucking they brought 100 people last time and now this time because it's not the battle of bands their expectations are are, are t- exactly. yeah, you, your expectations are adjusted, and it's like okay, well, okay, that's why that's what hurts us. Their expectations. Yeah, I mean, we were trying to at first when Debonair Music Hall opened, um, and I was talking to whoever was booking there at the time. You know, he he said, well, excuse me, he said, oh, could you guys come on a Wednesday and play? And I was like, look, we'll come and play on a Wednesday if you want to hear what we sound like. But if you're expecting me to get a bunch of people come out on a Wednesday, it's not going to happen. Right. Told yeah. them. So right. we didn't play there until one of the promoters that we work with in New Jersey, Mike Camp, brought us in on one of his shows. You know, so it was kind of like, yeah, you know, it was like, uh, I, I'm super honest. I'd rather not play your venue and, and then, then gas you up and make you think that I'm going to bring 50 people on a Wednesday. You know, right. Because it's not going to happen. I'll, yeah, I'll maybe yeah, no. get five or six people who don't have to work. Right. Right. Especially because all those people you can bring know you're going to be playing on a Friday or Saturday somewhere else soon. Right. Like exactly. You know, we're we're always like that. Like when if we're trying to like tour through a city or whatever, it's just like, how many people can you bring? I can bring five. <laughs> oh, you can't bring more than that. Not till I get there. Like right. <laughs> I promise to make a whole new fan at least. But like, maybe when you book me again in three months. Right. Let's book a bunch of shit. Yeah. But so like when we're doing it as bands, like at the very least, we want to have a good time. And it tends to be somewhat infectious and, and you know, uh, people around you just kind of just see it. Like when you're just talking up a band, like this band is really good. Like by the 10th time I say it, people are like, all right, man, just shut the fuck up. I got to see this band. And like nine times out of 10, if I'm talking up a band that much, it's going to be a band I like. And if you like what I like, then you'll like them. And that's just always been the way that I've, I've really tried to do that over the past five years. And, and, you know, all these guys are just doing the same thing because the shows are better. Like, yeah, you know, we could pack out houses and it kind of blows sometimes like that we all share a fan base. But, you know, I'd rather have a hundred shared fans at a show for the entire night. And that's what ends up happening, man. They're there from like, you know, from doors open to doors closed. And it's like, shit, don't you people have places to be? It's yeah. just like, you know, like you can't even get to the bar at your own goddamn show. It's like well, these yeah. are problems that we, you know, we, well, I guess we want to have. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, before COVID hit, you know, because something heavy is pretty new-ish. right? Ish. So for me, what I was trying to do is scout these areas out and these venues go, well, you know, who? how much are you going to bring? And it's like, I don't know, but. I'll find a bunch of locals and hopefully, so I, I hopefully something will click. Like, I don't know. Like, are you going to help us promote the show? You know, when I was looking out of state. Um, so I found a, a few places that let me, you know, pick the bill, right. which is, is super stressful as a, as a band. Like it's, it's hard enough to do your own bill, <laughs> like <Right. laughs> get yourself booked on a, on a, at a state show. But uh, but a lot of places are now just for all the bands out there. Well, I mean, once they have have shows again, um, the way to do it is just scout the city and just kind of say, okay, well, who's who's in close proximity? Who do we know? Who can we, you know, who could we network with? Um, Listen, dude, uh, 
Instagram is a wealth of knowledge. I mean, if you use it the right way, you can meet so many bands, absolutely so many bands. So that's what I did. I just, I just put a bunch of bands on bills that I, I actually enjoyed. I saw, you know, I went to their Spotify or whatever it was and I was like, okay, like let's do it. And, and what sucks is before COVID, our last show was with Know Your Enemy. Our next show was supposed to be with Know Your Enemy. In Jersey. And in Jersey. Yeah, we were going to go to Dirty Jersey with, with DJ. All I'm hearing is that everything was fine until something heavy started playing shows. Is anybody else hearing that? Yeah, I, I keep hearing that, too. It, it's, it keeps coming All out. the rest of us were fine. Just blame it on me as you do out. everything else. Just, oh, it's, we, we will. Everything was we okay. Will. We're waiting to show back. We're waiting for you to leave. <laughs> We're not even live, guys, Freaking. So yeah, I did have a couple shows. of questions that I grabbed here. For wait, 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 wait. Fonz is saying something. We'll do. We'll do the questions. I, I, I'm trying to get him to say stuff. <laughs> trying to shut you guys up. Sorry, Mike. They interrupted me. The, the, the moment was guys. <laughs> you heard me though, right? No, I no, I didn't. I'll have to watch it back. I said I, or listen I, I back. Oh yes. Yeah, so I what like are we doing with this? Who who wants to tell everybody what we're doing with this? What are you talking right. about? So. With so the, the whole point of this thing is, uh, is we're, uh, you guys, a lot of you that are watching right now that have jumped on here that are in our little uh, sandbox area have seen our Long Island Rock Unplugged shows where we've been bringing um, different bands on. We started that at, uh, at KJ Farrell's, a bar in town, and, um, and we were just doing like a fun networking hangout night where it was introducing bands to each other and trying to just do something fun and different. And we've found that doing these live streams, we've been able to bring in friends of ours and bands that wouldn't be coming in on a Tuesday to come play a show in Long Island um, for the same reason that they're not going to play on a Wednesday and try and bring 50 people. It's the same deal. You know what I mean? So we started thinking about how we could better kind of bring new music to some of you guys and let you in on some of these bands that we've played with, that we've met, that we that we really love playing with, that we get along with, and that have kick-ass music. And Know Your Enemy is one of those bands, and we got them on this very first uh, New To You Music Showcase. So uh, I want to thank them for being on here. And our point for being on here is really to showcase you guys. Uh, it's It's tough to do because the three of us never shut up. And um, I don't and know what you're talking about. Ready. So if any one of us takes a breath, the other one jumps right in to speak. What? So, so you really got to fight. You really got to fight for your moments. But uh, you're right to party. But I'm, What's I'm really taking, I'm taking this this moment to pause. Um, our friend Stacy has been sharing Spotify links in the comments. And so um, go blow up. Know your enemies. Spotify. Like them. Share them. Follow them, put them on playlists, um, and she's anybody that hasn't heard them, check out their music. We're going to be putting this on a podcast as well, where we're going to be showcasing. That's what I was getting to, by the way. So this is going to be a podcast. Yes, this is going to be a podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, do do we not want to ask them any questions right now, DJ? Because I was just trying to do Let's it. Go to, for the second uh, half, right? To, Let to them play them, another song. To give them time to talk. They can they can play another song, then they can talk, and then we can ask them questions, and we will not talk in between the second and third song. All right. Where is your drummer? That's my question. 
I see the rest of the band. That that's right. the second half. Are you not Our listening? Drummer, second we're half. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, after we play a couple more songs. Okay. All right. <laughs> he's probably in. He, you. He might be in the. Uh, I don't know. Watching. I don't even know. Is it Jan? Drummer. Jody. Jody. No, we're gonna let you back back on to your enemy right now. They're gonna play some more music, and then we're gonna shut up and let them talk and introduce themselves and say whatever the hell they need to say. Pump their sites, pimp all their stuff, maybe sell some merch. And uh, so now I'm gonna shut up and so check it out. So this song, next song we're gonna play is a new one. Since Jimmy was talking about Spotify, we're going to this song is gonna be released on Friday um, on Spotify, and we have a, a streaming video that's also gonna be released. Nice. Nice, Jimmy. But we're going to give you an acoustic version of it now. So it's called. So is this like a world premiere, though? Like, is this like, is this breaking news? Outside of the studio, uh, outside of our us just playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Didn't even get it the last show of the uh, the COVID list. It's a new to you music spotlight exclusive. Exclusive. Wow. And and it's it's we need your sound effect. Thank you. I, I can't my... believe DJ doesn't have sound effects. I, I have my computer's not working. That's all he plays on his show. <laughs> Just like, so many excuses Boing. tonight. My face Fifty dollars worth of gear, and I can't get anything to work. Right, here we go. <laughs>
just like mine This fire burning bright It strips the fear from life Your eyes are just like screamed had to heard him that time so so fucking jealous yeah. man because i oh man i can't wait till we're doing full band live streams well we should be able to do that kind of soon right it's just a space issue like no it isn't i have the space let's do it well no loser. no for the rest of it loser <laughs> <laughs> I'm i'll drink to that, that brought, i'm not the one that brought my drummer i'll drink to that <laughs> That's a good point. It's about camera angles and stuff like that. Like we were talking about. Oh, wait. I promised I was going to shut up. Yeah, shut so, up. Uh, let know your enemy talk. So, uh, wait, we got, I got a bunch of questions. Oh, my God. All right, go for it. Yeah, we do. There's some good ones coming in. So, first one, let's see. So, uh, Betsy, hi, uh, just asked Fonz, what's your SSN? And your mother's na maiden name? <laughs> and then there's a follow-up question. Solid question. Stacy uh, asked, and what street street did you grow up on? Because security <laughs> questions, you know? Model yeah. of your first car. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> no, but I'll be serious. So, all right. So, um, first off, how'd you come up with the name? Probably went through like 15 names and on a list and... There was more people in the band at one time, and it took forever. And I think he, he was Always. like, let's, let's call it Know Your Enemy. And then we said, nah, we don't want to do that. So then we kept trying and kept trying. And then one day, somebody came in with four names. And I was like, fuck these names. We're just going to go with what Jason said. <laughs> That's the story, pretty much. That's yeah. how decisions get made, my man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nowadays. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. So, so many know. bands are just like, it, it's, it's so hard to come up with a name. But now you just have to be, do something stupid. So, like, for the way I came up with something heavy is just like, oh, well, what do I want to do? I want to do something heavy. And then I started looking. Nobody's got it. Now I own it. So now you got to think of the easy things. That's, that's, that's what it, it comes down to. So uh, let's get a fun one in. Is Jason single asking for a friend? That one just came in. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. No, no. Unfortunately, Jason is not single. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, fans. sorry. <laughs> if you message me later, I'll give I'll send your friend his phone number. Just saying. Uh, so, all right, boys, we're gonna get to the fun ones. Um, what uh, what is the weirdest place you've ever played? We played at um, the Lit Lounge in Manhattan. 
and it was like a shitty basement that it was actually pretty cool it could have been cool if they cleaned it and it didn't smell like piss <laughs> and uh and it was like these brick like curved doorways it really looked like a fucking dungeon it was awesome i like it i mean it was like the an, beers were like ten dollars it, yeah. it was like an old speakeasy in a basement just carved out of the wall you know and I've also played there. I, 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 I can yeah. confirm all of this. Did you get yeah. to play with that fantastic drum set? They, the, the, the sound guy literally went down the street to Guitar Center or somewhere to buy duct tape because they, the band before us put a hole in, in the bass drum. Yeah. And that was his solution. That's yeah, a New York awful. City sound setup, that right? <laughs> Look at his face. Jim, was, oh, awesome. good God. That might have been us. Jim, I think you got to go. I think you got to go. Uh-oh. No, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. We played there, and, and they were so, like, the place was really cool. Jim, you got to go to a gallery view. The, the, place, the, the place was really cool, but um, the, the guy that, that set up the show was such a dick, and they, uh, they gave us all kinds of shit. We, we brought people. They cut our set. They did all this stuff, and, and our drummer at the time, who did not take things like that very well, um, during our during the last song in our set, just started like beating the shit out of the drums and put a hole in, in the. <laughs> I think he put a hole in the snare. Nice. So I don't. That it's just a weird coincidence because I didn't know you guys then. But giving uh, strange, making friends everywhere been, they go. That could have been us. <laughs> hey, homie. <laughs> this is always love bringing it back. <laughs> All right. Uh, know Your Enemy. So many bands break up. What keeps Know Your Enemy charging the music scene? I feel like we're really super lucky to have met the people that we've had in the band or are in the band now. Everybody's been really fucking chill. So it's just kind of like constant, easy conversations. The decision making has always been like super easy. We discuss everything, we're very open. We're really good, became like, well, I mean, I've known these guys for a while from yeah. playing music. I mean, I used to live with a different band, and this guy worked at Sam Ash, and he would just come hang out with his girlfriend every day. I, I didn't even, <laughs> I knew him by name. I knew him. He was, he was Steve, and the other one was Sports, sports Jacket Steve. And then, so Steve was just the guy. He was just yeah, the guy just on the couch. Yeah, yeah I would come down to my there. room in the attic, in the tower, and then... And then I would see him and his girlfriend sitting on the couch, and I'd just be like, "All right, what's up, Steve?" Like we had an open door policy in that house. It was yeah. like, we rented the whole thing. It was just kind of we literally left the back door open for whoever wanted to come in and, and whatever. It didn't matter. That's awesome. Uh, so I mean, we just kind of I don't know. We just respect each other and we care about each other and you know empathy, sympathy, all those important things. You know, it just kind of clicked. And even even before, originally we had two guitarists. And, and there was uh, one, he, he, it wasn't easy to click when there was five of us, you know? And then when we brought it down to four, it was just way, just super easy. I mean, I, I wish I could sell you the secret. I helped them carry their gear, and it's, that's why we get along. Ooh, <laughs> no, no LSS. Lead singer syndrome. No, no. But, yeah. Dude, that's, that's the funniest easy. thing. You know God bless you. Guys? We keep the egos at, at the door too. You know, nobody has an ego problem here. We all get along. We That's all, awesome. We're, open, we're all open to suggestions from each other on everything that we do. Yeah, and we're all friends outside of the band. Yeah. Like we hang out with each other, barbecue, drink beers, we go see live shows that we're not playing at. You know, we just yeah, hang out, we get along. Yeah. That's huge. 
Um, we'll just like pop up at like a local show. We'll be like, who's playing? I don't know. All right, let's go drink beer there. <laughs> that's how we find bands. Yeah, we find yeah, awesome yeah. Bands hell to yeah. Play with. That's the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah, that's now how what we did too. What uh, what about um? So you met like a lot of bands, and I I mean even on one of our live streams, I covered one of DJ songs, uh, and we we all cover DJ songs because that's what we do. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, has anybody ever covered a Know Your Enemy song? Oh, somebody's got to get on that. Yeah, I would. I can't sing no. nearly as intense as Yeah, I would if I could sing any of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's That That might be the biggest issue. That and the guitar solos are, are really a pain in the ass, I think. I don't know. I don't really play guitar, so. Well, that's the thing. Guitar solos, you can actually kind of skip over and don't take it. Oh, yeah. That, like, people do it to me all the time. It's fine. But, like, unfortunately, like, the way, Fonz, the way you sing, like, the intensity to it, like, like the, the band... The, it, it just it has that right formula right like the main part of what's happening in the energy is like that all the riff driven stuff is just that that's the shit you're moving to but like i've tried to sing your shit hundreds of times in the in the van and stuff like that and it you know it sounds all right you know like <laughs> if the radio's up loud enough but like i just can't <laughs> do it convincing like you just have that the right voice to do that kind of stuff like just, so the next time know. we play a show together pick a song let me know and i'll go up and we'll do it together there you go <laughs> I could do that. I think I'm we talked like about we talked 20, about this 27. at the Nudie show. Fonz and I drank a lot of Jameson together at the Nudie show, and uh, and one of the things we talked about is I was like, I'm gonna come up and sing harmonies on some of your songs, and he was like, Yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> like some girl came up to us and was like, Oh, she was like, Oh, I wish you she named the song a craving strong uh, song, and she was like, I would love to hear you cover that song, and I was I can't remember what song it was, but I was there are really way too many cravings. It's too many, yeah. <laughs> All right, so catalog, I'm gonna catalog. I'm gonna do one more question uh, before we move to the next hour of shit. Uh, where is your drummer? I mean, I got mine. Where's yours? All right, our drummer. You want to go? You want to take it? I'm gonna be too aggressive about this. So I'm gonna let. You <laughs> oh, shit! I knew it was. I knew it was gonna drummer. be bad. <laughs> I love it. So the deal with the drummer is COVID. Understood. That's it. He's, 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 he doesn't have it, but he doesn't want it. So he's in lockdown. Okay. Until, okay. Until he no, feels right. comfortable to come out, basically, at this point. All right. You know, that qualifies. I yeah. honestly, like, shoot, with the rest of the country, uh, <laughs> it's hard to say, man. Like, we're in New York, New Jersey, so we're kind of in better spots. Yeah. If you're smart no about it. No more for us. No yeah. more center. We're we've been asked, we've been asked, Way to go, Miami. <laughs> we've been asked to play a couple of shows, and I was asked to do a couple of acoustic things, and I was like, mm -mm, no. Yeah. yeah. I see the Yeah, we were throwing some stuff, too. As well. see. Actually, uh, July 11th, so uh, a couple couple days ago, a venue that that I was supposed to play at, or we were supposed to play at, they, they emailed us like three weeks ago, and they were like, hey, uh, we're gonna plan on being open you, you want to come play a show in jersey july 11th like you were supposed to and i was like you're excuse me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you've been watching the news at all <laughs> okay like also you're not open yeah we're, we're we're gonna have to we're gonna pass on that one but yeah i mean so so what have you guys uh, i mean the three of you <clears throat> are you just playing 
just the three of you or are you able to do it remotely or how, how have you been coping with this situation? And they're not, there's no audio. No audio. Can't hear you at all. Me at all? Oh, now we got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah now we got you. Just a little glitch or some shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. So, cool. so um, our drummer, Byron, just to clarify, he hasn't, he, he hasn't left his house except to go get food. He works from home because he can. Yeah. Four months. I don't know when's the last time he, he actually went out other than to go grocery shopping. And I'm sure that's a 10-minute trip. Like, you know, right. like face shield, mask on the face, you know, and, he's, and he doesn't like having people over. We actually were able to go over because we're working on a new song. It's actually, it's all recorded. We just have to, I just have to finish the vocals and I'm going to go over there and record it at his house one at a time. Um, but other than that, what we've been doing is we've been using Jam Kazam. I don't know if anybody knows what Jam Kazam is. It's, it's like a, it's like a rehearsal uh, app, you know, you put it on your computer and you use your focus right uh, interface and, and you just, it, it le- everything's level. And you just kind of, you know, we just write and work on songs that way. We've been doing acoustic for a couple of weeks, actually, just kind of, you know, on our normal rehearsal nights. And you guys Soon can play play together through that, like yeah, oh, yeah. everyone yeah. in their own house. It's and like, and there's Zoom. no syncing, yeah. no syncing it's issues, Zoom, but it prioritizes no. audio. So there is a video. Fe- uh, okay. So it's the opposite of this, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's, it's everyone in with their Ethernet cable, and it's like super precise. It even tells you like your latency and everything, you know, as you're going. Awesome. Uh, you can control every single person's volume separately. Each individual, like one of each one of us, can re- control everyone else's volume on our jam space. You say jam kazam, no, jam kazam, oh jam kazam, jam kazam. Stacy, I just want to try it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. Oh, Jam Kazam. I, I definitely I, want to... Uh, I see that we have someone talking back there, but I heard none of that. Can uh, you hear me now? Oh, Turn yeah. your fans yes. down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> this is inaudible. So the, the one, like, the thing that it's most famous for is, like, you can have a public session and, like, random people can just jump into it and you could just jam with, like, whoever, you know, jumps that's in. That's awesome. You. That sounds that's awful. Sick. No, Jimmy, Jimmy, that's <laughs> what Waterbury <laughs> needs. Yeah. For jamming with a stranger. If you could do that. Yeah, Yeah, just do screen cap on that. Ooh. It was really fun. Thank you, Stacey. Pay attention to this. Thank you, Stacey. Oh, my drummer's in the chat. Yes. Getting drummer love. (laughs) Oh, look. Brian Speaker's here. The reason why this format is what it is right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what? And to give credit to Byron, our drummer, he's the one who found it. He found James Kazam. He set it up. He taught us all how to how to just set it up and told right, which is awesome. That's worthless. Yeah, he had the he had the issue. He's not worthless. Relax. He can record. He can mix. He can play drums. Play guitar. He even sings pretty well too. But he's very low self esteem with his singing, like a insecurity. I mean, right. Sounds like this guy right here. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. He brings he brings a lot to the table. He does, and we and we love Byron, but he needs to get the fuck out of his house right. from here. I've tried. So it's just, I've, is, is it like a like a germ phobia or this thing specifically? It's it's I think it's like a slight germ phobia, but this like made it into like a big deal. Yeah, well this this mm-hmm. is a big deal, and it's like big oh, yeah. scary, but like 
I can't even imagine how somebody would cope that's like constantly like, you know, using their sleeves for doorknobs and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's a lot of gross shit out there, but like this is actually killing hundreds of thousands of people. Like, I don't know what that does to the psyche of somebody that's like, you know, worried that like a cookie hit the floor, you know, because like my my house rules are still like five second to 30 second rule, depending on what it is I actually drop. Like five to 30. Well, it depends on what it is, you know. Like, All right. If it's a cookie, like, it's like. If it's a good cookie, it's like it's seven. Well, you have to define good cookie. I mean, if it's a good Oreo, like today, Oreo, today, Oreo? Like a cannoli, a good, a good Oreo would bounce back. <laughs> you could just pick it up on the back. Um, but or a wing, a wing gets a seven second. Well, I feel uh, like a wing. You got to brush it off. Sauce is that it's dis- disinfecting itself. Yeah, you're right. Not a sauce on a wing. Nothing floor, gets to goes wing. into garbage. Right, right. You get a right. three or higher, like yeah, yeah. Just do a shot after you eat it. You're good. Yeah, and before. That works. Just to be safe. <laughs> so Jim is next. Am Jim I next? next? Yeah. Well, now he's good. next. Now I'm next. So know your enemy gets a little break. Then we'll have more questions. There's definitely more questions coming in. I've got I've got three more. Uh, yeah. Nope. I got two more. But I will look through the chat as Jim's playing because I've okay. heard everything already. So uh, I was debating between a couple songs, and this one came back in my head. So I guess that's what I'm going to play. Are you alone? Because I'm feeling a breakdown. Sleeping with hope, dreaming of letdowns. Have you wanted to leave when it all starts to seem like your hope? Hope is all just words you speak. Words you speak, so you're not alone. And I'm trying so hard, I'm trying to breathe my own.
Thank you. I have um, I have two questions for Know Your Enemy. Um, first of which, uh, I, I want to know I want to know how you guys write. Like, is are there are there principal songwriters, mm. primary songwriters? You guys just, hey man, I have this idea, or anybody like just fully do songs, or like how does it work for you guys? All that, all of it. All right, my next all question. Right. <laughs> True democracy. <laughs> The only thing that usually people don't chime in on is the lyrics. You, you know, let people I, chime in on your lyrics? No, never. So oh, don't chime in. No, yeah, I'll, I'll write I something do. and then I'll bring it in. I'll bring it into these guys and then they'll say, like, usually it's Jason because he's pretty good. Um, he's really close to what sounds correct in the right place. You know, so then he might come in and say, oh, you know, instead of going, ah, just go, ah, you know, and then I'll be. Oh, like, but that's oh, more that's a good idea. More producing as opposed to quality or like ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's like way, you know, not it's not just it, it'll be during the writing process. So I'll come with the chorus, you know, and then I'll be like, oh, check this chorus out and I'll sing it to him. And then I'll, and then he'll give me his feedback. And with that feedback, it'll 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 help me go in the direction that everyone will be happy you know, gotcha. we're just a very yeah we're it's kind of just open yeah even, even some of the stuff they do i'll come in and i'll be like oh you know what you should do that uh, another you know go another measure or whatever you know and and it, again it's been so easy i feel like we're spoiled you know because we're all so easy with each other yeah but that that's awesome dude like i don't know that that's spoiled as much as it's the way it's supposed to be maybe you yeah. just found that i mean like there are very few things I enjoy more than not correcting my drummer when he's singing a lyric of mine. Cause it's just like, Hey man, this, that's what you heard. Why should I take that away from you? Just cause that's not even English half the time. Like who am I to say <laughs> what, that, what that lyric is? And I will never correct. He'll be like, what do you say there? Do you say like, uh, what time is the TikTok? Yeah, man, I do it. Like I say it four times in a row. Be like, all right, man. All right. And then it'll like try and sing it to me. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. It's like, oh, good, man. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's cool for me, too, because, like, because AJ and I, we've been playing in bands for so long and so, like, different bands, obviously, but, like, over the years that I, I can, I could talk his language, too, and I'm just like, no, 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 I go boom, bat, boom, 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 bat, and I use my fingers a lot. That's that's my drumming, and uh he That's hates how they it. Talk to gorillas, he way. hates it. Yeah, exactly. That well, he's a drummer, so gorilla is about it. So uh, yeah, that's that's what that's how I help him. But I he helps me too, Chris. Yeah. When when you tell him like, "Hey, boom, bat, boom, bat," he's like, he knows exactly what you mean, right? No, boom, no, boom he's like, "You're an asshole." Drum. So what are you boom talking? Is about? the bass drum? Bat is the snare drum. So. It, it took a little while to get there. He's like, "What the? What are you talking about?" My snare drum but, was ka. Right. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. I I did the ka, the, the boom, ka, boom, yeah, boom, yeah. ka. Yeah. Ka is always the snare. It's funny. It's got that We Will Rock You sound, the way you're doing it just there. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the mic. It's the special mic. It's nailing it, man. It's, it's, it sounds great. Um, on the Mike, other hand, I just usually have a lot of angry stuff to say, so I just write it down and give it a mic, and I say, "Please turn this into a song." Right. Yeah, it's that's what he does. A lot of he, angry he does rambling. that too, and and, and that's, that's turned into that's turned into a song or or two in our like years together playing together. Like just all of a sudden, he just writes shit out and he goes, "Yeah, I, I just wrote this." 
Like I was pissed off. I drove to the beach and and here. Right. And, and I take eggs, stuff and I eggs, milk, and bread. That's not a song, AJ. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I didn't mean that message. I didn't mean that message. <laughs> Why are you in a towel in this pick, AJ? (laughs) That's regular. Don't ask questions. Just make a song out of it. (laughs) You don't want all the answers, man. This song is called called Fooling Ourselves. Um, It's about how we forget. It's like we have these short memories and, and, and we forget these things that happen to ourselves and we fool ourselves into forgiving these things that are happening, you know, and, and, and how they affect us. It's a, it's, it's the idea of something sh- really shitty happening to, to, to us as a people. So for example, COVID-19, um, you know, we're all, we're all dealing with this pandemic, you know, and, and the next time that it happens, we won't even think about this time. We will deal with it like it's a brand new thing. Everybody will get wacky and get stupid and crazy. And, and it's kind of we fool ourselves into repeating these, these cycles. You know, it's not the first pandemic, and it won't be the last. It'll probably be more, you know, often. So, you know, it's not about the pandemic. Don't get me wrong. But it, it is about how we allow these things to, 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 to you know, just, just manifest. You know, we just don't, we don't, we don't keep... We don't remember it. You for if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. And that's basically what 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 the song, you know, is saying. Target in the dark. It seems to be coming from every direction. Don't know when it started. Envy, desire, creating obsession. Guilty of the acceptance. One way flip to new world objective. Affiliate with the faction brings. Disappointed. What's it supposed to mean?
All right, so I have another question from Know Your Enemy. This is not from the from the uh, group here. But, I have uh, a couple from the group, so cool. go for uh, yours uh, first. Right. I want to know, because they mentioned going over to their drummers to record, so I'm curious how you guys are recording these days. Do you bring in a producer? Is it just all in-house produced? What's, uh, what's the process? I mean, because we all are recording. We're all recording bands. We've all done some you know, different things, and I'm just curious what you guys are doing right now. So... We're doing our own recording right now. Uh, Byron is uh, schooled in recording. He actually went to school, and he's, he's a really good recording engineer. So we're going over to his house. Uh, he's got all the, the pro tools and whatnot, and we're laying down tracks with him. Uh, for the most part, I like to do the, the producing um, with the guys, and I always feel like I can challenge them the best to do the best that they can be and be the best that they are, So, including myself. Right. Um, so, you know, we, we just like to do things ourselves right now. Um, the last, uh, the, the releases that we just, that are coming out on Friday, we did do that in a studio before all this went to shit. So, you know, we're, uh, I think we're in a good track right now and we're in a good spot where we can start recording our own things and, and it comes out and sounds amazing. So, uh, Byron's doing a fantastic job with mixed down and, and all that stuff. And I can't wait for him, Fonz to get in there and get some lyrics going and, uh, we can master it up and release that because it's going to be a really the next this new tune that we're doing is really good. It's it's heavier than most of our stuff and you know, but it's still solid. So yeah, I, I definitely can't. Heavier wait. is going to make me happy. He's something I'm heavier is what they're saying. There's something heavier. You're just something heavy. I do have a follow up question just on the production part. Do you find it at all tricky to produce the band like kind of in a like I know you, I know you guys don't get adversarial right like it, like. I mean, I know you guys and I know how you guys are anyway, just to each other. And it sounds like from what you've been saying tonight that it's just, it's really kind of a smooth process, but I'm curious, like, like there are definitely, like I definitely butt heads with my band a lot in that production capacity. Um, and I just, I'm kind of curious, like, is it, yeah, man, totally. Or is it, no, I don't want to do that. And you're like, cool, man. Or, or is it, does it ever be like, no, I'm the producer. It has to go this way. You know, I, we haven't run into that issue yet. You know, I, like I said, I, I tell everybody up front, and we've all agreed, listen, when, when I get in there with you guys, I'm going to push you to do your best. And I'm going to tell you if it's not your best. And, and I think every, every one of us takes it as a personal challenge to, to do our absolute best when we're in there. And we rely on each other to let us know that, hey, that could be better. Right. You can do better. And, you know, we've always risen to the challenge. So, I, I, you know, I, I don't think we've ever gone to the thing where, like, I don't want to do that, fuck that, I'm not doing that type of situation. Because, you know, we, we talk with, to each other with the utmost respect. Right. And we all agree that, you know, there's no egos here. We're all here for the same purpose, and that's to make really good music for us and everybody else to listen to. So, at the end of the day, you know, if I'm saying something, it's not to be a dick or to be mean, or because I'm better than you, or not, you know, it, it has nothing to do with that. It's about the music, and about being the best that you can be when you're doing it. However, I do want to just chime, chime in real quick and say that first, we do respect each other, but we, we talk so much shit to each other. I mean, which you, I'm sure you guys and your bandmates do the same. You go, I talk more shit to these guys than I think I've ever talked in my entire life to yeah. anyone ever. Oh, yeah. But, but also about the producing usually the reason we we trust jason so much is because we've had times 
where where Jason will be like, hey, we'll record something. And he'll be like, yeah, I want you to try it doing it this way. And I'll be like, all right, but save the last one that I did because it was really good. Right. You know, and then I'll do it his way and we'll listen to both of them and be like, all right, Jason was right. And that's happened several times. And after so many times, you're just kind of like, ah, we don't need to try it. I'll just do what you say. Right. You, know? you just kind of get there. Well, that that's a really that's awesome. grand level of trust that like, it's great that you guys have it in the band. I mean, that that's just that's insane. Yeah, like it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, like seriously, like I, I don't I I don't know bands like that. Like that's awesome. So like, dude, we have keys to each other's houses. Yeah, no, I don't even give my band my phone number. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to go outside your house and be like, DJ. <laughs> my band still won't come out. I'll send one of my kids out. Stones, like, oh, no. yeah, stones in a boombox. <laughs> my band playing his song. The alligator pit opens up when they knock. No, I think that's a really cool way to... Um, I, I think it's important for all bands that are doing that process where they're recording and they're producing art themselves and working together, that it's like, I, I find myself um, probably over-explaining it to the guys in my band a lot, and they, and they get it, and we work really well together that way, but sometimes it's like, you, you, I find myself being that guy that's like, hey... Remember the the song is is here like the song is the song is is God right and we're all just pieces trying to figure out the best way to make that thing work because that's the thing we're not the thing you know what I mean if if uh, if I need to shut up here and not sing on this part I need to shut up and not sing on this part if there's there doesn't need to be a, a guitar solo or a bass solo or a drum fill or something like that. Once you get on that page where you're all thinking about the greater good of like serving the, the music and serving the song, once everybody gets on that page and you start to see what comes out of it and how great everything sounds at the end of that, then it's way easier to stay on that track, I think. Um, so that's awesome that you guys kind of fell into that kind of right away, which is cool because I've had times with bands where yeah. it was like hard to get there, you know? I mean, it's actually, it's, it's, a lot of the reason why something heavy hasn't put out something else again because so for for the longest time it was it was just aj and i doing things and we were like fuck it we're just gonna go forward and, and move forward and move forward so this next batch of songs that we have we have three songs that are pretty much recorded but they keep pushing me they keep pushing like we're pushing each other we're like hey you can do a little better with that like why don't you try this and why don't you try this and why don't you try this so and and you know uh just a little background like we record our own stuff like i I record everything um a lot of times dj and jimmy will hear it before most other people hear it and they're my other producers and i go hey what do you think of this like where do you think this should go what and and i i mess around with it and then i bring it to my guys and i'm like okay this is what I think. But uh, again, yeah, that's huge to be able to take criticism. That's well, number to, one. For them to do it take, all in-house like that is really important. But also to have come to, to have like some victories and some wins. And now they can they, they like like Fonz was just saying, like, yeah, we don't even need to save that one. Like, you're probably right. You know, like just 
having that kind of winning track record is just well, yeah, it comes with it comes with the trust. It comes with the confidence, right? Well, it's that trust and that trust. You know, it, you need to not have egos on, against that trust, right? It's not right, always right, that, right, right, and right. then and then feelings get hurt like all the time. Like so, like yeah, parts get like I used to, I said to my band like in this last record, like they'd be like, oh, my part got cut. I'm like nobody lost more parts than me, man. Nobody, because <laughs> like, yeah. my shit just got like my shit doesn't even get through the first listen, like. That's too many lyrics. Or do you even take a breath in that chorus? Like, take this out, take that out, take all that out. And it's like, it's a hard thing. So if they're like able to just self-produce like that with, and then being able to work together, like that's, that that's awesome. Cause so I could see producing. Fonzie like you started to stuff. say something and then we all interrupted you again. So it's I wanted okay. to get back. What's that? Vaughn started to say something. And oh yeah. Bounced. <laughs> <laughs> I think because when say? we when we start writing songs, <laughs> when we start writing songs, we're all in it together from the start. We all yeah. have input on what we're doing, and by the time it's ready to be actually recorded, we have a pretty good general idea of how the song is going to go, and then just the fine tuning parts of it, you know. And and uh, then at the last end of it, it's when Fonz comes in with the lyrics, and uh, you know, a couple of weeks before that, he'll he'll come in with uh, you know a couple lines here and there, and he'll you know. I can't tell you. You look at Fonz's floor; it's balled up paper every fucking wire with him. You know, I believe he, he doesn't. He's he's always writing things, and then like, nah, it's not good enough. Nah, I keep telling him it doesn't well, have to be epic every time. But no, everything he writes is it so does. Really, I'm with it's Fonz. so good. It's <laughs> no, so but, good though when he does it, and he doesn't. Sometimes I'll like I'll, I'll unball a piece of paper and look. I'm like, that's a great fucking line right there. <laughs> that's doing? the best. Line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write. I'll write lyrics for a song. Four four songs. I'll write four lyrics, four four sets of lyrics for a song, until I I'm, I get to the one that I'm like, all right, this is the one. This yeah. is it here, you know. And, and what I was gonna say before is like four or five. I mean, I guess like five years ago, I, I told everyone at a rehearsal, I was like, look, guys, we gotta look at the band. All right, like it's a train. All right, and this train has to move. And the whole idea is all of us have a job, and as long as we're all doing our job, then this train moves. So as long as we all just focus on keeping this train moving, then everything's going to work out. And that's kind of like the philosophy behind how we work. You know what that's I mean? awesome. You do your job. Awesome. Makes sense. And the train moves. You, well, COVID stopped the train. Yes. It's, it's, it's definitely super been successful. I mean, like you guys definitely put out super good material and it comes yeah. across, you know, when you guys do it live and certainly when you guys do it in the studio. So for me, like a lot of times it'll be like, the band will write something really great instrumentally. And even when I was a guitar player, I, we'd write stuff like, and everybody's like, yeah, we're going to keep doing this and this is going to happen. And the, the lyrics won't come out till like day before studio. And it's like, <laughs> all right, I think I got it. Right. Yeah. Cool. Hope you all like this course. <laughs> because you got no, no other choice. <laughs> yeah. I got a lesson in that the first time I wrote with Mike where we came up with all this music and we put it down. <laughs> He was like, "All right, you ready to put some put some lyrics down?" And I was like, "Excuse me, no, because I've <laughs> yeah. never done that." Like, I was like, I wrote songs and then I would cannibalize other songs. Like, oh, this would, part to this song is better for this song, and I would do that and then play songs for a year before I ever recorded them. And it was so super I sat funny. down and we started writing and come up with a guitar part. He put some drums down, make this whole thing, and I'm like, "Oh, this is sounding really cool. I'm gonna have fun going home and messing around with this for a while." And he's like, "All right." Let's put some lyrics down. He hands me a mic, and I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> and we and we both have mics, and we just we just write shit. Yeah, and, and we just was, write uh, stuff. It was a quick lesson in in like 
getting motivated real quick and, and, and kind of doing that. And it was, it was cool. It was a very cool experience. But yeah, I'm usually, uh, I usually take a very long time writing a song. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same for sure. Uh, Fonz I'll is sit talking. down and I'll start right. Fonz, start oh. from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, so sometimes, sometimes I write, it, songs just spill out of me. Like lyrics will spill out. Like Sway probably took me, I don't know, two hours to write the lyrics for Sway. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know, and then the song Back to Sleep took me, no lie, 18 months. You know, right. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I, when we did Outlaw, the, the chorus part, um, I was I was at work and I came up with that. Like, I'm an outlaw, not a criminal. You know, you know, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like something along that. So then I went upstairs to pee and these guys were were playing and I was sitting there and I'm pissing and I'm listening to them and I'm like. I'm an outlaw, not a criminal. And I came back downstairs. I was like, I got the fucking chorus for this song. I came up <laughs> with it like five hours ago. And then it was, that's how it worked out. It was fucking crazy. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah. Nice. I do. I do like when it just happens though. Like when it just kind of like, yeah. When, yeah. Back. When it yeah. just <laughs> magic was hard. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have something to say. And it's like, Holy shit. I had something to say. And it rhymed. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. awesome. I, I love, I love when those happen, you know, it's like, I have songs that took a year, and then I have, and then I do it like the first song I played tonight, "Ashes." I sat down on the couch and I kind of came up with and played, but yeah. I hadn't written anything in like eight months. Right. It That's just, why it's so good, dude. Nothing. Because as That's why it's so good. It's a write. lot of. <laughs> and it was like, ugh. It's a lot of got, stuff. I got something out, you know. And otherwise, yeah. I'll I'll have a piece of music and like one line, and then I'll be look staring at that line, and the guys in my band will be playing like. We'll be playing four minutes of, of we, we put everything together, the structure's there, and the guys are looking at me like, so, how you doing on those lyrics? Well, I got this one really good line. That's why if they want to play <laughs> it live, if they want to play it live, like I just mumble shit and nobody knows any different. And then, and then they're like, so uh, I don't even remember when it was, but eventually at an FFR show, he asked me, he's like, so um, what exactly are you singing? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, are you fucking serious? Like we, that's not like you don't have set lyrics to that song. I was like, no. He's no. like, we just played it. Yeah, I get it. You guys were really excited about it. What do you want me to do? I saw like everybody loved it many times. It the has. people that'll sing along anyway. <laughs> just sing right. right along with you. Yeah, I nobody knows. Chorus. Yeah, sing, sing the first verse three times. Yeah, that chorus is great. Keep yeah, you, man. I feel like I know. I don't have a. I don't have a first verse. <laughs> All right, save well, us. I didn't have that till the day of studio. Let's uh, let's let know you're going to be play a couple more songs because we are spotlighting them here because it's the new to you spotlight. Yes. And, uh, yes. Thanks for the reminder. So, so real fast spotlight. before they play, I seen a question on the comments that asked if Jason has any tattoos. He sure does. Plenty. Most of them are skulls and flames, though. <laughs> that was yeah, I, I totally, I totally didn't see that one. I have a good, I have a good one for after you play the first song, though. So play your first song. Let's go. All right, this song is called Poison, and it was stop really, dilly dallying. It was really popular at one time. WSOU, the Seton Hall radio station around here, uh, the metal station around here, rock station. They played it, and it was like really well welcomed by by everybody. And I oh, that's awesome. Know, this is actually one of those songs where, where Jason where Jason came up with a guitar riff and he just kind of played it and, and then I was like, No, no, keep playing that. 
and then we turned it into this song. It was it, the original guitar riff was completely off. The original song was completely different. Yeah. So it's an old song, and it's not. Uh, it's a really probably the the hardest song that I have to sing. So forgive my uh, my uh, rustiness. Is that like that's on Spotify and stuff? Oh yeah, it's on the Heal Wound EP. Dude, uh, we had a guy send us an email after listen to a bunch of it, out, and he was like, 
And he was like, I love your song, Poison. It was like the best email ever. You know, you could ever get from someone. He was so connected to it. And it was so inspiring, the email. And then we played live at the Stanhope House. And he came, but he didn't tell us he was there. And we didn't play it. And then after we played, he was like, I really love that song. He didn't tell me he sent the email. But right. his words that he was telling me in person were the email almost. Yeah. You, know? um, uh, like, you guys, <laughs> by the way, so speaking awful. of Stanhope House, yeah. uh, you guys never got back to me about if you want to play on September us yeah yeah fuck yeah we love that place this town is amazing man. <laughs> yeah fuck yeah we do that's, that's all i gotta do that's actually pretty good that was actually our uh, I, I need to find out if we're actually going to be able to do it <laughs> but yeah. world gonna september be uh, i think it's september like, 12th or something you know i'd like to try to get like an outdoor show a place near us did cover yeah, bands man. and they, the parking lots were like you paid i guess 40 dollars or something for a car and yeah, September as many people, and they gave you two spots. So it was like car and lawn chairs, and then car and then lawn chairs. Yeah, you know. And the closer you were, the more the tickets cost. The guy who owns a pizzeria was telling me about it. He's like, "Yeah, I should go over there and see if you can get a show." Yeah, we're like, no, we're, we're playing with the ideas. Here. We were looking into that here for sure, but they they shut down the ones they were gonna do. So yeah, it seemed like kind yeah. of problematic. We can't seem to find a good way to do this, but hopefully we'll figure something out at some point. Has that has beer that you you know somebody can bring beer out from a bar or something you know it's kind of it's uh people go to well, i have beer drink so this is my garage oh, for nice. people who don't know this is my oh, garage and it, and right out right out that way is is a bunch of uh it's a fridge with beer really yeah. It's too far away from me right now. Wasn't that a great? <laughs> wasn't that a great story? We should tell it again, like in so five great. minutes. It, it'll be just as good. Fridge. Don't tell me Natty Ice. Fuck that. Oh, Rolling oh, Rock. It's fucking Rolling Rock. Rolling Natty Rock. Ice. That's a no. tall voice. Oh no. I normally have better beers, but AJ's buying tonight, so yeah. Because I, the drummer, <laughs> the drummer was super excited that I let him on the stream. Yeah. Me too. So he brought your rolling rocks? I'm usually stuck. I bought him fucking. He wasn't that excited. Good shit last time I was here. He I went out on a date last night. Beer, relax. So relax. He went on a date last night. He probably spent all his money on a date. So he pulled up empty handed. He's like, fuck, what do I got in the trunk? Oh, Mike <laughs> likes rolling rock. Yep. 7 Eleven around the corner. From Mike's. Three week old rolling rock. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Rolling rocks on sale. Mike's going to love this. Ain't nothing wrong with a couple <laughs> rocks, man. They didn't have any PBRs. That's what I wanted, oh, but they didn't God. have them. Ain't nobody want PBRs unless you're in college. Or in But here in college? It's the official. I mean, DJ, I know you're college age. <laughs> Clearly. I could be laughing around. I could be my second college age now. We used to drink 40s of Budweiser when I was college age. Oh, we go to a venue and we would I would chug a 40. No lie. One tilt. Bam. And it would be like, let's go inside. And I would drink it so fast. I wouldn't be drunk until I was inside. That's yeah. fantastic. It's yeah. <laughs> great. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. So do we have any other questions? Uh, was there oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got some, we got a couple I'm more to, questions. I'm here. trying to get the train back. Uh, DJ. <laughs> What if you were to open a uh, an Oreo and drop it side down? Would you, you still eat it? Of course. Do you have any questions? Yeah. Know your enemy. Don't waste my. Oh time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so know your enemy. All right, never mind. Wasn't this guy in Hamilton? All right, Ooh, I took what? care of that. Took Who? care of Mike. <laughs> Who was in Hamilton? 
I don't know. I just muted him. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. These are legit questions, man. No, no, they're right, not. No, please ask. I love Hamilton, okay. man. All right. Love that. Uh, fucking musical. What is the heart of your uh, hardest part of your history? As a band or like into? Or into yeah. Band? Yeah. Yeah. I guess as a band. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you talk, you were talking about not having a, you were have you had a fifth guitarist or, you know, fifth yeah. member and changing hmm. members is always hard. That's probably the hardest thing was honestly yeah. finding a, finding a drummer. Drummers are always the worst. Yeah, man. We had a, we had a, a bass player, Rob, was, who was our original. Rob McCann was our original bass player, who we love. And, and honestly, Jason and him have been friends for like fucking decades, I guess, you know. And, uh, and he was one of the main contributors as far as writing, you know, like. And then, but luckily, when Rob was on his way out, Steve was my friend. And I was like, hey, man, do you want to sub in? when Rob can't play because he had just had a baby and he, he lived up in the Scranton, which was like two hours away. And, and so Steve learned all the songs. So then when, when, when Rob bowed out, Steve just walked in. So finding another bass player was super easy for us. But the drummer was, we had, we must've had like, I don't know how many people we had come try out and stuff. And it was just like, it was just really difficult to find a drummer that who can do what Ralph did. Ralph was, is an amazing drummer but he's a lot smarter than he is than, you know, most honestly, like as good as he is a drummer, his intelligence is like twice as good. Like, you know, like the guy he's, he's going to school for like rocket science or some shit. So he left the band because he had no time to play. He just had to study. His dean said, you got, you got no time for anything other than this than, than getting your degree because this is, it's about to ramp up. And That's crazy. Yeah, I'm in no he, danger yeah, of that. Nuts. Either is Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, AJ! Yeah. I wasn't gonna say it, man. I, I like got water no park. problem with that. No, just, I know my place. Don't worry. That sentence has never been uttered by another singer in a rock band ever. <laughs> dude, why? Why is, why is he missing practice again? Oh, dude, he's at NASA. Some shit to the moon. I don't. Know. <laughs> no, I didn't say. I didn't say he was like. I said he was really, really, he's really smart, but he also... He wasn't a rocket science while he was a scientist while he was in Know Your Enemy. Right. No, he was going to school for it. Yeah, he <laughs> waited. He would do his yeah. physics homework. Ewing, he was like, an wait, hour hold on a second. <laughs> like trigonometry homework in the no, back. Fi- physics no and Hold on a second. Uh, wait, so thing. playing music won't make you money? <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Peace. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> You look, that studio looks like you got some money from playing music. I don't know. He didn't. Yeah, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> so, I swear to God, this is all man whore. I lost. Money. I lost <laughs> way more money from music than you'll ever know. Nah, yeah. you're right. You're right. That's Mrs. Raymond going. Here's five hundred dollars. Stop playing in the house. I got a few <laughs> microphones, and I don't have to buy nothing else. <laughs> That's not true. I own the PA system. I own a mixing board. I own all that. That's all mine. Man. Yeah. That's all mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. The, the, and this the, you guys head. never argue. This Here we go. Ends, Ladies and gentlemen, know your enemy. <laughs> Fight. Grudge like match. Know your enemy. Three-way dance. Woo. <laughs> There's another right. good question that came up here. There, there's another good question. That if you could write with anyone dead or alive, uh, who would you choose? They're all they're Silence. all looking at each other. 
If they're talking, we can't hear them. I'd, I'd pick alive. They're all happy with each other. They don't want to write with anyone else. I'd pick someone alive if I had to choose. Probably Tool or Deftones. Yeah. Probably Tool. I don't know, man. I, I was kind of disappointed with that last album. The last was record like, was, was... As was I. Uh, I was waiting for it forever. And, there's, and I was like, eh. There's one friend of mine, and Jim knows him too, who just thinks it's the fucking greatest thing ever. And I'm like... And every time he posts this, posts this on Facebook, I'm just like... <sighs> It's Come on! It's not good. It's not that good. I want Maynard. To, I wanted Maynard to come out and like wow us again. No, you know what it is. Like the way the way they put the record together too is very much like, okay, so we did this, and then we did this, and then we did this. All right. Well, we've we've thrown to Maynard like they like for years, at least five years. They're like, well, Maynard has the record already. It's like, it just seems like it just seems like it was building towards nothing. It seemed like every song just kind of built and built, and then it was just like, well, and yeah, yeah I, I just they wrote a bunch of songs, and they were like, okay, Maynard, throw some shit at this and and see if it works. And if you guys wrote with Deftones, it would definitely be a much more uh, a fun experience. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this question into a three-part question. Since there's three of us here, and honestly, the music that we all listen to individually, separately, is very, very different from each other. You know what I mean? Like there's songs, obviously, cool. that we all and bands that we all love together. We all love some very similar bands, but there's also bands that we don't. So, Steve, if you were able to write with anyone dead or alive, who would you write with? I'd go with uh, with uh, Tool. Tool, yeah, definitely Tool. How about you, Jason? I would have to stay uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. I, him. I would say Dr. Dre. Guitar player. I would say Dr. Dre because, first of all, I think he's a really, really He's great, a great producer. Yeah. You know, and not just that, but I guarantee that I'm going to end up with enough money to invest some money somewhere after I'm done because Dr. Dre is the shit. I mean, everything right. he puts out there is fucking gold. Right. His shittiest project <laughs> is still great. Yeah, man. I would love to have money to invest so I could stop working. I mean, you know, who the fuck wants... I'll just play music forever and right. that would be great enough for me. I mean, that's... Fucking it. cold and ticket, man. That's the dream right there. Plus, yeah. I love... I, I mean, I grew up listening to that. You know, like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. Right. Shit. That's, you know, we were like... I don't know, 11, walking around like, bitches ain't shit. Like, I mean, right. I'm now, don't get me wrong, I'm a grown-up, and I don't believe that kind of stuff now, but, you know. Right, the then. Awesome. Yeah, you know. So for, for each one of you, which, what's, your, uh, what's your, your, your high school, like, band that you were into more than any other band? Like, what did you, what, your first car, what was your first record that you threw in your first car? Are they three talking? days later, when it was done playing, I was like, that was great. Like, <laughs> uh. This two was too, yeah, double disc. Uh, for me, it was From Here to Infirmary by Alkaline Trio. Nice. Oh, I love that record. Nice. That was a good record. <laughs> oh, here comes the age part. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Beethoven's greatest hits. Age himself. I'm not allowed Live. to talk about my age. <laughs> no, I'm not good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would have to say Metallica and Justice for All, but. Nice. Nothing wrong Thank with you. 
So uh, I guess it's time to wrap things up. It is a little bit late. Well, and well, of course, DJ talked too much. Of course. So yeah. To, uh, yeah. But uh, Know Your Enemy needs to play another song, right? Yes, they do. They do. I actually, we're, we're running like quite a bit behind. So what I want to do is I actually do want to just go ahead and close it out with Know Your Enemy. I want them to just go ahead and yeah. show. But I want to thank them for really just for stepping up and doing this with us. I know we didn't quite know what we were going to do. And I know I had told you guys that. And you were guy, you guys were just, to your credit. You were like, "Yeah, man, that's awesome. We'll just not know it, not know what we're doing with you." <laughs> like, and you guys are just awesome, and you delivered, and you're just cool to hang out with as always. And I'm glad we could do this in a public forum, and that everybody on uh, on Facebook got to see like what we see when we get to hang with you guys because it really is like you guys are really a really good band and a really good band to have in our mix. And I appreciate that and you guys. So thank you so much. Yeah. And before you get into your song, let everybody know uh, your website, your socials, all that stuff. Uh, like I said, our friend Stacy has been just Whoa, sharing the shit out of your guys' yeah. Spotify in the, yeah. in the chat the whole time. So let everybody know where they can find you and remind everybody that you have a song coming out Friday. All right, well, first I want to just thank you guys. This was a lot of fun. A lot of, probably better than any other Tuesday, you know, that I had this year. <laughs> Through website, <laughs> which is, which is, uh, it's knowyourenemymusic.com. Um, there's links on there to everything. Our Spotify, our iTunes, Instagram, Facebook. Um, the new song that's coming out is called Same. It's a, it's a single. We have two more coming after that. We're just kind of trying to, shoot some videos and stuff if we can get actual people to show up um if you'd like to see how our drummer looks know your enemy music.com um and you know there's merch on our band camp which you'll see also a link to on know your enemy uh, know your enemy music.com if you forget the easiest way to remember know your enemy nj in google and our all of our pages and everything will right, come up right under that um, awesome Nice. Know your enemy, NJ. So before we before we get to your song, uh, the one last question: uh, Know your enemy, F. Mary Kill, DJ Jim Jim Mike. <laughs> that was the best question of the night. Yes. No pressure. <laughs> everybody what? mute. Everybody mute. And this I is love, how we're I, gonna end every. I, I every completely love how I was left out this? of this. Really. No, no, you don't. No. Good. Okay, good. Oh, that's you right. can you reject you anything. anything. Just I don't want to. Propaganda. All right, who I'll murder? Propaganda. <laughs> F. Mary Kill. So who I'll marry? No pressure. And who I'll kill. But absolutely, I'm. I took care of that. Question. You stumped me. Whoever. You have to. You have to. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't think I would f any of you guys. To be honest with you. Yeah. But if I was gay and I had to pick. I would assume that Jimmy would be the most fun in bed. Oh, <laughs> but that's, just that. a, that's just something, you know, I don't know. But he just that's absolutely wacky. true. He's a lot of fun all the time. I'm You're assuming right. that carries into that, too. I don't know. You'd have <laughs> to ask uh, Annie, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Mary would be DJ. Obviously. That's a, a long-term like provider right there. <laughs> Mike, you're dead. AJ. <laughs> Sorry, you're, dude. You're gone. <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Always the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. 
<laughs> the hard-hitting he's question. He's going to go cry himself to sleep on his cock-shaped pillow. <laughs> he went to go grab another rolling rock. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Know your enemy. Good night, guys. So this next song is Seam. It's our newest song from a few uh, tracks that we're going to be putting out this year. Um, and it's basically, it's about how all of us go through the same struggles. We're all, we're all pretty much the same. And if, if, we can, if we can understand how similar we are and our struggles are, you know, it's, it's, we're all going through the same exact thing, which is what the song says. You know, these are the things. This is, this is we're all feeling this way, you know, but the way it, it, it's expressed, the frustration is expressed is different and we're letting that different separate us you know if we could let that go and we could all get together and we can make decisions and move forward as as a people you know better and that's that's what it's about awesome, awesome.